Yo, bring it back. Here's what you've missed on the bright side. Joined in the studio today by another very special guest, Sabrina Deng, who is one of the co-founders of Quant Foods. Welcome, Sabrina. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, very interesting is the fact that you, Sabrina, you came from a completely different industry. You came, used to work for Meta as well as ByteDance. And here you are, one of the co-founders of Quant Foods in the FMB industry. Can I just ask, what led to this transition to the FMB industry? And, you know, what continues to motivate you in uh, coming into F&B. Yeah. Um, first of all, thanks. Um, thanks for inviting me here. Um, joining, it's uh, it's actually not a very difficult situation uh, for me to make, you oh. know, because uh, I'm a big food lover in the first place. And because yes. I'm coming from Chongqing and growing up, we all eat like spicy food. Mm. And all along, um, I really want to bring this kind of authentic food overseas and outside, you know. So, um, yeah, definitely the first thing is a big food lover. So, which is what we can find, right? All that spice from Sichuan uh, in Chengdu Bowl. <laughs> Yeah. And in numb as well. I love the yeah. name numb because when it's when it's super spicy, you fail to feel your tongue in your mouth. <laughs> and they also have the numbing uh, peppercorns, right? Yes. Sichuan peppercorns. Yeah. Oh. That's uniquely grow in Sichuan, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. There is a region oh. in Sichuan that is popular for this peppercorn. Oh. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I didn't know now that. Now you know the history behind Nam of Chengdu Bowls if you've ever dined there. Yes, yes. Uh, but yes, definitely very interesting transition. And you said it was effortless and a no-brainer because you love food. That's fantastic. It sounds like you kind of missed the food. And then you thought, well, this is a good way of... You know. Yeah, certainly. Certainly. Because oh, I, I came in Singapore like 10, 15 years ago, oh. let's say. Um, and back then, there wasn't many authentic Sichuan food. Mm. What we had, there is hot pot, definitely, but uh, the flavor and the food we even eat, right, is very completely different from what we have today in here in Singapore. I would say there are more authentic um, Sichuan food having been um, well received here in Singapore. Okay. Yeah, that is great. What makes Sichuan food authentic? Yep. What are some of the key ingredients or spices? Um, I think, yes, like peppercorn is definitely one. And even the, the, the chili, right? The chili is also different types. Mm. Uh, there are types in Sichuan that which you can't find anywhere else. Um, and also the chef, which we bring in um, Sichuan chef really? uh, over so that they can cook more uh, authentic Sichuan food. Mm. Yeah. Wonderful. But you know, this is a nation, I mean, with foreigners and locals alike that really like spice. So I can see how well received, yeah. you know, the cuisine is for our, yeah, the crowd here. Can I just ask this, you know, so you came from IT and then I do know that the other two founders also came from different industries yeah. right. yeah. to F&B, all led by that passion for food. Um, what, what do you think, is there anything you were able to sort of like like carry from your previous industry into this one, maybe working styles that have kind of give you an edge, perhaps. Um, yeah, of course. Um, so having been working in the corporate for almost like ten years, uh, I know good about you know the management, right? So if you are starting from scratch, everything you have to sort of you know learn from from the day from the one, the day, yeah, yeah they. The experience, but for from the corporate side, I know. Let's say we have OKR, so which stands for Objective Key Result, uh, mm. Key uh, Result, right? So basically, it's like on the bi-monthly 
in Binance, we review everyone's OKR from the CEO to all the way down to the even the interns. We have oh. OKR. Wow. Then on the bi-monthly <laughs> review, we say, hey, have you? Achieved this objective? Oh, Have wow. you delivered the key um, deliverables? So these are, I think, um, can be bringing it over to you know even the management of the food, right? So for our, let's say, for the marketing, I'm in charge of what is the by month goal I have. Then did I did I hit the goal in the end of the day? Um, and for the supply chain, right? Do we um, manage to find sourcing more? Uh, um, you know, suppliers, and have we managed to get more assortment of the, let's say, wine or you know other stuff? So definitely, uh, the corporate experience help us uh, with more system and uh, systematic way of management. Just yeah. just talking about supply chain because we knew that, mm. that we know during the pandemic, especially there were supply chain issues with China yeah. in particular. Yeah. Has that been resolved? Are you guys, because it seems like you're getting a lot of your produce from there, aren't you? Yeah, to keep um, it authentic. We definitely, that's a very good one. We definitely migrate a lot of um, supplies locally. Right. And surprisingly, there are a lot of local suppliers um, have the right source of getting Phew. things out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay, so yeah. that's a big relief for you guys. Yes. Okay, yeah. more to learn from Sabrina Day from Quan Food, you know, learning how to transition from uh, yeah. a different industry into the F&B. Some of these skills are transferable, some are maybe good to know anyway. Uh, the chat continues on facebook.com slash 1FM 91.3. Back with more of Sabrina in just a bit. I went to Chengdu actually uh, in September last year for work. and You show off. I had a, yeah. <laughs> it was. I was in a bubble, so all we had to do was between venue and hotel, we ate a lot of Sichuan food. It was great, oh. and even the bento boxes, which I'm normally not a big fan of, were amazing. That's the thing. That's the thing because at Chengdu Bowl, as the name suggests, you get all these takeaway bowls like poke bowls, but mm. it's all you know. You got your veggies, but the main dish, the star of each bowl, is the Sichuan dish, yeah. and it's very yeah. flavorsome. So we were just asking Sabrina Deng, who's the co-founder of Quant Foods that uh, runs Chengdu Bowls, about this amazing dish called the Flaming Roasted Beer Duck. You guys, you did not share about this goodness with me, yeah. uh, but <laughs> it's apparently a, a staple in Sichuan. Tell yeah. us how it's prepared. I yeah, mean, never, never said there was a I, yeah, I never tried it before, and then and then you guys brought it out. Tell us about tell us about it. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a surprise to us that uh, a lot of Sichuan restaurant here um, never really thought of you know bringing this dish here, and when we came up with you know what dining um, menus that we can have, we definitely want to bring something um, people have never tried, mm. and that's our really our goal of you know bring transitioning into F and B business. Sure. Right? Um, so this uh, beer, uh, this beer, first of all, beer is something that people all love, <laughs> and which make it into uh, a stew beer uh, and roast it out. Definitely another um, another favorite, yeah. favorite mm. for sure. Yeah, so we combine these two together, um, just to showcase, you know, how. Um, Innovative people were um, back then in 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 Sichuan, Chongqing, right? That's true. Um, and definitely, and since you tried it, you know how flavorish yes. and how good it is. Um, so we are very proud of you know having this. Like Sabrina actually mentioned uh, on our Facebook Live that she would eat this when she was already like five six years old. Yeah. It's mm. safe for kids to have because yeah. the alcohol gets burnt off. off, and what you get left, you can taste it. The beer, you can also taste. I think the flame when you bring the flame in a pot over to the table and then you light it all up, right? And then it's you like a, a beer kind of it. wine, right? That's the wine. That's yeah. the white wine. Ah, right. the white wine. Uh, the yeah, Chinese wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really quite a spectacle. Very fun. 
everyone gets excited when everything goes up in flames. There's a lot about <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, I'm people. sure there's a lot of wah collective. Yeah, yeah. everyone yeah. at the table, yeah. right? The cameras. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's I think cool. that should be cool. part and parcel of the dining experience. Yeah. Because you know, when you've been around here in Singapore, we love going out and finding new things and fancy things and novel things. Yeah. That definitely makes for it, you know, something you talk about for a long time. Sure, sure. Yep, what yep. are some of the other fantastic dishes that have you've incorporated but you've never really seen in Sichuan cuisine or restaurants here in Singapore? Um, like the oxtail, the stir fried oxtail. That's true. Yes. Yeah, That's usually true. we we eat oxtail. I think in Japanese restaurant more, mm. like just a grilled one. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But our chef also think of you know, hey, um, in Sichuan there are definitely things that are more. Uh, adventurous like yeah, oxtan. all the offals and everything yeah, right? ah. yeah so oxtan it's something that we think hey, they, they cook it in a way that it's tender and it's less um, it doesn't have the like strange flavor you know because people will like Ugh. yeah, true. yeah some yeah. people are not used to that but yeah. the way that they've spiced it is mm. really good so it mm. masks it and you get a lot of flavor good texture yeah I should work for a Chengdu bowl. Actually, just just talking about uh, you know, if everyone loves beer, a lot of your food is very conducive yeah. to yeah. having a beer with it because it's, yeah. it's spicy and nice. That's and true. you know, I I could see myself like watching sports and and having this snacking on some of the stuff that you served us along with a beer. Yeah, so we do have like uh, we call it Sichuan tapas. Ooh. So we make <laughs> the big portions into the smaller version, right. so that people can try different authentic Sichuan uh, food without you know really filling up their stomach. Yeah. Mm. So different variety and also like Shizan mentioned, it's good with you know uh, having the the drinks alongside. I like yeah. that. You guys first started out as a takeaway concept during yeah. the pandemic, and then you expanded into a restaurant. Mm. Uh, how was that transition like? Yeah. Was it a no-brainer for you or were there a lot of obstacles to overcome? Um, yeah, um, actually when it started as a takeaway concept, we didn't know that it can take off so fast organically. Uh, but the concept proves, right, um, during the pandemic, a lot of people order from us. And it's really like without, you know, the, the radio, without the, a lot of, you know, shout out, people actually order um, through Grab, through uh, Deliveroo, them. Um, we know that, hey, this concept really takes off. Um, so since then, we always think, hey, if the, the COVID is over, uh, when the offline is getting more and more um, people attention, yep. then we should really find a way to come back offline. Mm. Yeah, that's how uh, we are very lucky to land at a place in, uh, in Tanjong Paga where it's already a very popular street right. for food. Can yeah. we see more outlets? Oh, uh, that's a very good one. We have another one opening soon uh, at Marina One. Yeah. Oh, first nice. shared on Bright Side on One FM. That's an exclusive. First shared, yeah. an exclusive. exclusive. Yes, yes. I want to ask um, because Sabrina, you're from uh, uh, Chongqing. You yep. have your partner's also from Chongqing, yes. and you have a third partner from Shenyang. Yeah. So why is it from Chengdu then? Why is it Chengdu Bowl? Because um, Chengdu is a more well-known city okay. to uh, uh, you know the foreigners. Have to say oh, that, even I though we're from oh, Chengdu. Does that hurt? Does yeah, that hurt to say that? Yeah, but the the food and the cuisine is actually almost the same, identical. Okay. We just borrow the name of Chengdu okay. and representing it um, as Sichuan. As Sichuan. Okay. Yeah. 
But who knows, you know, with the success they're experiencing with Nam, with Chengdu Bowls, who knows? Down the road, we might see something specifically from the city that you're from. Chongqing. Yeah, yeah. Hot, down hot the road. Pot, right? That's what you hot guys... Hot Pot is already yeah. there. Chongqing Hot Pot. Yeah. Yes. We already get that. Yeah, yeah, we do. Well, Sabrina, it's been such a lovely time chatting with you, finding yes. out a little bit more about your transition from, you know, meta from the IT industry into spicy food. <laughs> uh, thanks so much. And of course, our listeners, be reminded that there is a chance for you to win this uh, $100 dining voucher from Chengdu Bowls. All this week, a $100 dining voucher from Chengdu Bowl. It's your chance to really partake in some amazing, flavorful dishes, really tasting authentic uh, Sichuan style of spicing and flavors. And of course, do check out the Flaming Beer Roasted Duck. It is quite a sight mm. and it is delicious, as well as their special Wuling-inspired cocktails. They're located at Tanjung Pagar Road, and you can make your reservations online at chengdubowl.com. Thanks, Sabrina. Thank you. Thank you. Now, we're speaking with Sabrina Deng, one of the co-founders of Quant Foods. And, of course, they are the awesome people that have brought in Anum as well as Chengdu Bowl. And here for our Bright Side Travel, she's going to share more about her hometown. Hi, um, me again. <laughs> uh, so, I'm from Chongqing. It's a city in the southwest part of China. Okay. And I think a lot of Singaporeans may not know of a specific town, you know, of your town especially. Can you tell us, you know, why they should visit it, where they should check out, what foods they should have? Yeah, so Chongqing is actually famous for its mountainous landscape. Ooh, oh. so lots of hiking, you think? Hiking definitely can be done. And another interesting part is that Chongqing uh, is a magical city, they will call it. Because mm. even like local people in China, they are not familiar with this city. When they visit Chongqing, they will find, wow, such a fantastic experience. Because if you enter from the first floor here, and you cross the building, and if you walk out, it's probably the 20th floor on the other side. Whoa. Oh, yeah. how come? Oh. Oh, because it's so yeah. mountainous, is it? Yes. So, oh, so they build oh. along the mountain. Wow. Oh. Yeah, so probably the first floor from this higher end, then you come out, it's the 20th floor. So you're just going side. on an incline up, 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 no, up, up. No, no, up, no, no, no it's no. just like you, you just cross the... Oh, it's you know, just it's kind of like what happens in our SPH building. On one side, you're on the 7th floor, and on the other, you're on the 8th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but this is quite a difference. It's 20 floors. Yeah. That is Magical. Yeah. So earlier on, we were talking about the food. It's spicy as well. Some mm -hmm. of your local dishes, like the flaming roasted beer duck, yeah. you can get there as well. Uh, what are some of the activities that people like to do in Chongqing? Um, hiking is mm. definitely one thing. And Chongqing, because it's a very big city, and usually people go outskirt. Um, there are a lot of things can be seen from the um, the countryside. Oh, yeah, like well, uh, Oolong. I'm not sure if you heard about this place, but okay. it's where uh, Zhang Yimou shoot uh, the film of um, oh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. No, the Shi Mian Mai Fu. And yeah, that one featuring Correct. Zhang Ziyi. You know, mm. all those. Yeah, it's a small valley. And it has a very natural uh, build-up from the, the mountains. In so, it's very, very scenic. Yeah. yeah. So I know in, in uh, Chengdu, just outside there, you can see all the panda bears. Is that something similar in Chongqing as well? Um, the panda reserve? You can see from any zoo in Chongqing. Okay. <laughs> it's not like you have to go to a designated place. Okay, yeah. okay. And, you know, earlier we kind of talked about uh, food from Chengdu, but mm. what about Chongqing? Apart from the hot pot, what else can you enjoy in Chongqing? Quan Shui Ji. So, Quan Shui means spring water. Ooh, spring water chicken. chicken. Oh. Yeah. How is that yeah, different? Um, <laughs> 
What is that? The entire texture is very different. So uh, it's also a mala and numbing kind of sensation. Ah, okay. But it's just that the chicken, first of all, it's, it's different itself. Uh, and because the Quan Shui Ji is popular in uh, Nanshan, which is the southern mountain, so right. you really have to, you know, take a ride up in just the to get mountain. the chicken alone. Yes. Wow. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. All right, work so for your food. Popular. Yeah, so it's not just ordinary spring chicken, huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sabrina, thank you so much for chatting with us for the Bright Side Travels. We wish you all the best. The Bright Side with Carol, Lavinia, and Shazad. Every weekday morning, 6 to 10 a.m. on 1FM 91.3.